You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Psychic Radio. Or one of our websites. AskOneRadio.com or Moonstruck.tv. This is a man. And the Hall site on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast. For many of our viewers around the world and our listeners, yes, I have been in the middle of what's known as the flood zone here in Queensland. I've been high and dry, which is nice because I'm fairly high up where I am. But there's been a lot of devastation around me and still more rain to come in the southern states around Sydney over the next 48 hours. So we are having some very extreme weather events here in, in Australia and I'm sure other parts of the world are experiencing extreme weather events too. We're not alone. It's just been a very interesting wet summer here. So let's crack on with the show. This week, the Simply Tarot card of the week is the Seven of Pentacles. Now, this is a fairly ambiguous card. People look at this card and say, oh, what does this mean? The man's leaning on his shovel, looking like he's not really paying much attention to the work at hand. But it's not so much that he's not paying attention. It's work frustrations. Now, we can all have periods of time in our life where we feel very, very frustrated. It doesn't mean that we're not prepared to put in the effort or do the hard work that's necessary, but we're just contemplating what, how to approach it, what to do next. So it is the card of work frustrations, of hard work needing to be done. Now, that can be either at work or a situation in your life. Now, for many of us at the moment, we're still struggling with many, many things that need to be accomplished or sorted out all at the same time. And I know I sound like a broken record, but we have had two years of a pandemic where we've all had our lives tipped upside down and thrown about and smashed about in different ways. And we've had to learn to adjust and cope with what is the new normal. And the new normal can change hourly. So we've all had a lot of frustration to deal with. And, and, and for many of us, there is still areas of our lives that we need to sort out or we need to come to terms with or we need to sort of put a new plan of attack in place, a new regime, a new normal for us. What is our new routine? And this is something I know that a lot of people are struggling with. And I know in the last few weeks, I've had many, many messages and I've been on a few other different shows where the the major thing that's coming through is people are really struggling now with the aftermath of COVID. Even though COVID isn't exactly over, they're struggling with if there's been a loss of life in their family or even a loss of income or many, many changes that they really seem to be struggling with it. And it's sort of like, you know, we're all fatigued, we're all tired. And I think this card is very apt at the moment that we all still have work to be done and we just have to rally around and find the strength to make it happen. So I hope that sort of helped you understand why we're all feeling a little bit this way, you know, whether you're in a weather event or whether you're just tired from life and all the things that we've had to go through in the last few years. But, you know, there is always happiness and brightness on the horizon and we always do have something to look forward to. It's just sometimes a little bit of a struggle. We have to dig deep to find that 
you know, a little mere morsel of positivity left in our souls that we can bring forward. So we're going to move on to the astrological report for the week. Now, I'm, I'm pleased to say the sun's still in Pisces and, and that always makes me smile because it's a time of the year that it's sort of like the end of the astrological year where we look back and we reflect and see what we've managed to achieve, what we've managed to accomplish in this last 12 months and sort of hopefully sort of get our new list ready for when the sun moves into Aries of what we hope to achieve in the next 12 months. But the sun at the moment is conjunct or holding hands, Jupiter, the planet of expansion and opportunity. Why does this make me smile? Well, Jupiter used to co-rule Pisces um, before we nominated the planet Neptune to be the ruler of Pisces. So Jupiter feels really comfortable here. So with the sun holding hands with Jupiter, we all have the opportunity to make some expansion, to to have something positive happen in our lives. We have the opportunity to to start the, the groundwork or set things in stone of the things that we would like to achieve. It's the time to sort of really go into your creative self and look at what you might like to bring about and change in your life and bring things into a more positive sort of sphere. It's time to sort of get creative. It's time to get excited. It's time to sort of, even if it's only a small step forward, make sure that you've got something positive on the horizon that you're aiming towards or striving to achieve. And that will start to filter through in every other area of your life. And I think that's very important at the moment that we start to find some positivity in this very bleak world at the moment. And we have a very dire situation in Ukraine. So if the rest of the world can find something positive to focus on, let's hope that that positive energy, that loving energy will filter through to the, the poor people in Ukraine who are, you know, in a battle of their life trying to save their country from, you know, from the Russians trying to invade it and take control and tell them what to do. And it's a very diabolical situation. And it's not a situation that anyone would would envy to be in, that's for sure. So we also have the sun is making a really nice aspect, which is known as a sextile, which means it's it's a it's a flowing aspect and it's making that to Uranus. Now, the reason why I'm so excited about this is Uranus is the planet of the unusual and the unexpected. It's like the bolt of lightning. It's things can happen and change at a moment's notice. Now, when we talk about a sextile, we talk about something that's that's easy, something that's happening really nicely. So the sun's in Pisces, so we know that it's in that very watery creative sort of energy but Uranus is sitting in Taurus which is practical logical down to earth the things that matter to us so hopefully just hopefully maybe Uranus can bring us that bolt of lightning and bring us that sort of stability factor maybe just maybe I'm being a supreme optimist here but could we be expecting maybe a sudden end to this situation in Ukraine could we maybe have a backflip in some way or a, a, a sudden departure fingers crossed I'm, I'm always the optimist and particularly when I see an aspect like this, that sort of something could come out of nowhere and we could have something really amazing and major. I'm going to go with let's let's pray for it for Ukraine and they get some peace and stability back into their lives and to take ownership back of their country and be able to just, you know, get on and function the way that they need to. We're also dealing with Mercury, the planet of communication, is conjunct or holding hands Saturn in the sign of Aquarius. Now, Mercury is the planet of communication, all forms of communication, whether it's your cell phone, messaging, phone calls, snail mail, fax machines, whatever sort of communication. But when we see it holding hands or conjuncting Saturn, Saturn is the planet of discipline. It's the it's the practical part of us. It's the area of our lives that sort of says that, okay, we need to focus on things. So if you have 
really important communication that you need to discuss with somebody. It might be that time you want to go and hit your boss up for a raise or you might have a personal problem that you've been putting off bringing up with your partner or a loved one or a close friend, now would be the time to formulate that conversation. Now would be the time to sort of try and sit down in a very logical and practical sort of way, but also be aware of that, you know, in the Aquarian energy, it is fixed, it is rigid, but it also gives us that flexibility of light bulb moments. So even though it can be very sort of can seem sort of stuck, and it can be very fixed, it can also be very flexible at the same time. So I know that sounds contradictory, and I don't mean it to be, but Aquarius is a fixed sign, so there is an element there of stability. But at the same time, it asks us to think outside the square. It asks us to look for new and innovative ways to handle a situation. So when we've got communication sitting here with the planet of discipline, we're looking for new different ways to structure our lives or we're looking for different ways to bring up a conversation in some of those tricky areas that maybe we've been putting off for too long. And sometimes that's really something that we know we've got to have a conversation about something with someone and we don't know how to bring it up or we don't. We know that it's going to be tricky. We know it's going to create fireworks. We know it's not going to be necessarily something they want to hear, but it's something that's got to be discussed. Well, this is the perfect time to bring up those sort of subjects. If you need to be looking at something in that sort of way, Allow yourself the opportunity to do this, that it is the time that we can bring these things up and we can look at them in a positive, definite direction that we can get some, hopefully some good outcomes out of this where you're both actually going to take the time to listen to the other person's point of view because their point of view is also as equally as important as yours is. So we've, you know, we've got so much to get through today astrologically. We've still got um, our usual plethora of planets sitting in Capricorn. We've got Venus conjunct Mars. Now, Venus is the planet of love and affection. Mars is the planet of action, the, the thing that drives us, that wants us to get out of bed of a morning. It can sometimes be seen as the planet of war, but I'd like to avoid that at the moment with the conflict that's going on in the world. I'd rather look at Venus conjunct Mars or holding hands with Mars here as the opportunity for us to really sort of kickstart some projects that maybe we're really, really passionate about, things that really make us smile, things that we want to achieve, that we've got the drive, the determination, the energy to put our energy into positive new opportunities or just move current projects along with a bit more renewed enthusiasm and to be able to sort of say to ourselves, now is the time I'm going to really sort of put my best foot forward and make these things happen. So Mars is also holding hands or conjunct Pluto, the planet of transformation. So isn't it a really interesting stellion of planets here? We've got Venus, Mars and and Pluto all in Capricorn. So we have this ability with the changes that we're bringing in, the things that we're passionate about, that we have the energy to bring forward. We also have the ability to maybe make some radical changes in our lives and reform or change our lives or bring our lives more into balance. And this can all be done in a very logical, practical sort of way. And it might be the time where some people are looking to open up a new business or take on a hobby that maybe brings some little bit of extra income into their household. There's many different ways that you can look at this. It's just a very exciting stellion of planets where we all have to look at what it is that we are passionate about, what makes us smile, what are we love about 
this particular project or this particular situation, put the energy into it. It has the ability to transform our lives in some ways. And sometimes it can just be as simple as it gives us a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling in the, in our tummy that says this is really something that makes my heart sing, that makes my my soul sing. And it doesn't always have to be about making loads of money. It can just sometimes be that satisfaction of sitting back and admiring a job well done and saying, I did that. Aren't I proud of what I've been able to achieve? And I think that's really important because sometimes I think we get so bogged down in what we think is the, the the rainbows that we should be chasing in life, that we forget to give time to the smaller things in life, the simpler things in life, the things that really make us smile, the things that make us sort of sit back and admire it and say, gee, I'm really proud of what I was able to achieve there. It really does make my heart sing. It does make me proud. It does make me feel as if I really am able to achieve everything that I've set out to achieve. And it might mean much to someone else, but to me it means the world. And that's what I think this particular stellion of planets is about, is about sitting there and giving recognition to the things in our lives that make us smile. We also have Neptune, the planet of illusion or delusion, sitting in Pisces, which is the ruling planet. So it's feeling very comfortable there. Now, Neptune's one of these unusual sort of planets that people always find it difficult to describe what does Neptune's role, what does Neptune really mean. And I, for me, I always look at Neptune and I think about as if we're walking down a tunnel and it's filled with fog and we're sort of feeling our way through and then all of a sudden we see the clearing. We see, you know, the, the fog starts to lift and we start to see the clearing or the direction, the the light. We start to see the answers that we're looking for. So I always look at Neptune as being, you know, walking through that fog and we're meant to walk through that fog because that's where our creativity comes from. That's where we start to explore and look at other potential solutions or answers to the situation at hand. And for many of us, we're in such a tearing great hurry to get through life that we stop, we forget to stop and just allow ourselves to be and allow things to come to us naturally, that we don't always have to snap our fingers and have all the answers right this second, that sometimes things take time to percolate, they take time to formulate, and we have the right to turn around and say, hang on a minute, I, I might have liked leaned towards that idea last week, but this week I'm leaning towards a completely different direction. So we need to allow to give ourselves the opportunity, the time to just sort of float around and enjoy the Neptunian fog for a little while and, you know, see where the fog takes us, see where it takes us when the fog starts to clear. It is conjunct or holding hands what's known as one of the Arabian parts, which is known as the part of fortune. And this is not necessarily where we're going to find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but it's where we're going to find what we see as as a sort of a pinnacle for us, something that makes our heart sing, something that allows us to be able to make progress, to move forward in our lives and to, to say to ourselves, isn't this great? This is an amazing opportunity for where we can sort of really start to feel as if we're on the right track. So it may be a creative project. It may be something that just you're not even actually putting any physical or emotional effort into, but you're reaping the rewards from because you've shown someone else the way to sort of get their project or their dream alive. You know, 
sometimes we can have the rewards by helping someone else. It doesn't always have to be something that we're instigating for ourselves or participating in ourselves. It can just be sometimes we've been that sounding board or we've been that person that's standing by someone else, helping them achieve their dreams. And we get the satisfaction and the the runoff feeling of, you know, our heart being full and a job well done and, and a sense of pride. So we're going to take our first caller, which is Addison in Humble in Texas. Are you there, Addison? Yes, ma'am. Can I have a question I can work with, please, Addison? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I, I need to, my phone's kind of echoey. Do you have a question you would like to ask me, Addison? Yes, ma'am, I really do. Um, so I just, do you do any kind of like, can you talk to spirits or anything or can you do that? I can, but there's no guarantee they're going to come through in the, the couple of minutes that we've got here on the show. I prefer if you, you you share with me the question you want answered. If they chime through from the other side, I will certainly sort of give you everything that I'm given. But quite often they get a little bit stage fright when, you know, you're talking and other people can hear our conversation. So if you've got something that you'd like me to answer, I'm happy to do that for you. Okay, yes, I'm completely alone. I'm just in my room and I just wanted to know if you know about my grandpa. He like, he passed away about three or four years ago and I think about him so much, like a lot recently and I see like a bunch of different birds that always come around. I either see blue or red birds and I don't know, like I just, I miss him a lot and I'm lost in life. I feel like without him. And I just want to know if like he's still around and if he still watches out for me and just there for me still. Okay, Addison, look, I'm really sorry that you're still struggling with the loss of your grandfather. It's not something that, darling, I can wave a magic wand and say to you, I can take that pain, I can take that grief away from you. Grief is a very personal thing. There's no time that sort of says we've got to officially stop grieving. I can definitely assure you that your grandfather is around you. He's never left your side. He never will. And it's taken him a long time to to come to terms with the fact that he's no longer here on earth. So was his passing a shock, was it? Was it something that we weren't expecting? Because he keeps sort of sharing with me, I wasn't ready to go yet. He didn't believe it was his turn. I really don't think it was either. Um, he, it, he like, slowly died over the course of, like, a few years. Um, he had a really bad brain injury, and it just prog- progressively mm-hmm. got worse. Okay, but in his, but what he's sharing with me is Addison that he he didn't believe that he was going to go anywhere, even though the injury was itself serious, and I'm not you know, playing that down. But in his soul, he believed he was going to come back bigger, better, and stronger than what he was before. You know, he had the brain illness. So isn't that interesting? The way that he sort of is coming through in that way, and that must have been what he was like in real life. Was he that he was you know indestructible he believed he could achieve anything he was going to live forever because that's the energy that he's sharing with me so that took him a little bit of adjustment period on the other side to accept that he had actually passed over because he certainly wasn't ready 
to do so. And he knows, he feels your pain, sweetheart. And, yes, the birds that you see are little messages from him to try and brighten your day to sort of say to you, here I am, I'm watching you, I'm sitting in the tree, let's sing a song together, whatever the case may be. They all send us messages that are very individual, things that mean something to us as the human being left here on earth. So there's no one sign that uniformly says that's from the other side. It's a personal thing. And for you, I know your grandfather is watching over you. I know he's sitting beside you. I know he sees everything that you do. But at the same time, I know he's got a deep sadness inside him at the moment because he feels your pain and he wants you to be able to start to release that pain. Do you think you can try and do that for him? Because it's upsetting him to see you so upset. He wants to see you smile again. He wants to see you sort of venture out of your room and take the reins to your life again because he says that, you know, this is a waste, you know, like can you do this for me? Can you go and live life for me? I can't do it, but can you do it for me? Can you do that for me? And he's really quite strong about this. So do you think you could sort of maybe try and do something today or tomorrow that, you know, like that would make your granddad really happy, that he would be proud of, even if it's only for a walk in the park, you know, and something like that sort of, you know, know that he's there with you. I'm sure there's been many times where you felt someone was in the room with you or you felt somebody play with your hair. That's been granddad. He's always there, sweetheart. So I know that I know it's upsetting, sweetheart, and it's it, it's really hard to lose somebody that you were so close to, that you know, and you really don't think you can go on without them, do you? But you can't. No, and I just want to know if I never got chance to like come out to him and just talk to him as I got older, and I talked to him a lot, but I didn't know if he could always. Like, understand me and know what he hears everything that you say. He understands everything you say. Look, the interesting thing is we here on Earth tend to sort of think to get connection with, you know, passed over loved ones like your granddad, that we've got to get some sort of really earth-shattering sign, something that we can't miss. You know, it's almost like we're expecting the phone to ring and them to be on the other end of it, you know, in their voice that we knew. It's not always that way. It's usually quite subtle. What I try and teach people is, is get in the habit of having a conversation with him out loud before you go to sleep. If there's something that you want answered or something that's troubling you, ask him to put the answer in your mind upon waking. So then the next morning when you wake up, the first thing that comes into your mind, even if it doesn't relate to what you've asked, that will be his answer. That will be his message. So, you know, they come to us in many different forms, like the birds that you're, you're communicating with. They can come in the form of a feather. They can come with in a form of, you know, a song on the radio or, you know, you can be watching something on the television and all of a sudden that takes you back to a spot when you remember them or that's something like Granddad would have said or we would have loved going there. That's the messages. We get them constantly, but we're looking for this major wow, I can't mistake, it's him sort of message, but just know that they're subtle, he's there with you, but he wants you to promise me and promise him that you're going to start to try and be happy and start to get out and take the reins to your life again. He really wants you to do that for him. Can you do that? Can you try? I can't. Good. And it only needs to be little steps at a time. It doesn't need to be big, big steps. It's little steps. 
Can you do that for me, sweetheart? Yes, I can. Okay, sweetheart. So that's where we're going to have to leave, Addison. It's always difficult when you lose somebody that was so close to you and it's something that it takes time to get over. So we've got Tara in Ontario in Canada. Are you there, Tara? Hello. Hello, Tara. Hello. Are you there, Tara? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Hello, sweetie. Do you have a question I can work with, please? Oh, I was just wondering if um, uh, you had, if you could feel any messages from anyone from the other side. Okay, Tara. They don't necessarily just line up and give me a message. Do you have a particular question you'd like me to answer? Because that's the way that they come through to me. They come through with an answer. Um, I I don't know. I just wanted to know if there's any um, messages from my dad. Okay. All right. The first thing that they're sharing with me, and I'm not sure that it's your dad that's coming through to me, but what they're sharing with me is there's a number of endings and changes and transformations taking place in your life at the moment. So would it be fair to say since about September, October last year, you've been slowly working towards bringing your life more into a balance? Is that what you've been working to achieve, Tara? Good, because they're showing me that you're right on track for that. It's like even though I know that there's some days there are really difficult and, you you know, you're lacking energy, they're sort of saying push through that. Even if it's only a small sense of achievement for the day, it's something. It's all working towards, you know, a bigger picture. Okay. Was your dad very, when he was here on earth, was he a man of very few words, particularly in the time of a crisis? Like what he had to say was very minimal but it was usually very strong is that how you would have described right okay i'm just making sure i've got the right person because this man to me was sort of it's like three words and that's it i've made the statement you know what more do you want um and he was just sort of showing me symbolism of you making these changes that you're on the right track it's it's an interesting thing that he's showing me now because he's asking me to t- share with you to open your heart up. Yet I found felt he had difficulty in sharing his emotions and opening his heart up to everybody. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, but he's asking you to do what he couldn't do. So are you working hard on trying to be able to be sort of more open about how you feel about things? Anyway, yeah. I, I shut a lot of things out but I'm trying to open up a lot more again yeah but he's asking me to to share with you he wants you to try and open up you know and I'm not saying open the floodgates up today but I'm just saying you know consciously be aware of trying to be a little bit more open to you know sometimes allow people in I don't think he's asking you to completely give everybody you know open slather trust I think he's just sort of saying, you know, don't miss out on some of the things that I missed out on because I was too busy trying to hold my emotions in check that he now he now realises that he missed out on some wonderful loving experiences or some opportunities in his life because he was so closed off and he doesn't want you to do the same. So is okay. there a, a move of residence coming up in the next few months, Tara? I'm hoping so. That's the plan. Did you say no? I said yes, that's the plan. 
Oh, good. That is the plan. Okay. Because he was showing me sort of, you know, packing things up and sort of stopping and, and, and having a little trip down memory lane as you were putting things into a box. And he's saying to me, that's good. That's healing. No, he's always with you. He is with you um, all the time. He's a man that that I think was proud to say he was a man, but there's a real softness there and there was always a softness there for you. And that's something that I know that you can carry with you all the time because he is constantly there with you, Tara. But I know this year is going to be amazing for you. We've got lots of wonderful things happening in your life and it's going to be a really, really good time in our lives now for you know you to sort of just take the bull by the horns and make life happen. It's it's going to be a really positive year for you. So that's where we're going to leave Tara now. We've come to the end of the show. It has been an interesting and not necessarily an exciting week around the world. It's been a week of everybody glued to their television sets to find out what's going on in Ukraine. And let's hope that we can find some sort of peaceful resolution really quickly. This week I'd like to leave you with a song that I think everybody knows the word to and if you don't you should it's imagined by john lennon if we could only have imagine if the world was peaceful and we were all as one and i think that's a very important message we need to sort of try and strive towards that so until next week whatever you're doing have a wonderful week and bye for now